What do you uh, What do you think of our theme song? I like it. I mean, it's a little catchy, actually. Like, it, it's a nice, bright, Dude, I, bright I, opening. I found that randomly, and it was like, I kind of like that. It's copyright free. Like, doo, 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 no, I caught myself head bobbing to it. You know, it. I don't. I. I can't even think about. You gotta love copy for uh copyright free music. Bro, I pay money for copyright free music. Okay, I don't do that. I'm, I'm pretty cheap. I, can't, I don't I do can't, that. I can't use any of it on on the Fourth Liners podcast. I use it on my personal YouTube channel because you can only use it on one. But I pay twenty bucks a month. Is it worth it? Do you find it? It's worth. Yes, it? I use I use Epidemic Sound. Oh, okay. Which is like an amazing library. I used it in college too and stuff because I have the subscription, so I might as well pay. Not, might as well use not it. the Wii Star or whatever we we use to edit videos. Wii Star, dude. Let me just tell you, what the what the hell was our editing class? <laughs> Man, that was so brutal. As an editor, as an editor, I was like, uh, this is kind of bad, but you know, I stuck through it. Man, remember we were filming that Canadian film for me, and we literally had it done right oh before God, we went right. to go submit it or show the, our editing teacher. She's like. Oh yeah, it looks good. Looks good. Like, are you yeah. sure? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she just scrolled right through the thing. Yeah, okay, it's there. Dude, oh my god! Now I'm remembering the whole pancake ordeal. Double, 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 double. That was a great film. Did you like being director? <laughs> Honestly, it was really stressful. Like, yeah, no, I I intentionally was never director. Like. Y- I, I like that I didn't have to do the editing because editing takes such a long time, but I know you enjoy that. Was it you or Christian that did the editing? I wasn't in your group. I just did. Um, I just acted. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it felt like you are in my group because literally you're so involved in it. I remember. I remember acting in it. I remember the night before, me and, my, me and the guys had uh, been to the bar. You weren't there. We actually went to the bar together one time, didn't we? We did. Man, it, it, we didn't do it on purpose either. We kind of just no, found I each just other there. No, you were there. And I'm like, yo! Yo. And then we're like, we're like uh, you want to hang out? Sure. We'll start dancing. I think we jumped up on the stool or something then and started <laughs> on dancing. Bench. On the bench. The yeah, bench at Jack's. Jack's. Oh, man. Oh, my. Dude, Have, I, okay, I miss Jack's. Man. If anyone has a chance to go to London, Ontario, go to Jack's Dollar Beers. I mean, when things open back up, I don't know um, when that's going to be. I, but... hey, I don't want to get their expectations up because Jack's is horrible in the grand scheme of things. But it is. But it's when, horrible in a very fun way. When you have $5 beers down, it's a fun time. It's a good time. It's horrible beer, but who cares? Yeah, you know, it's bomb the pitcher, but you don't realize it after the, the fifth or sixth one. Yeah, and you're just you there. You're getting crazy, dancing up on the this big bench that's along the back of the dance floor. I don't know. It's yeah. I'm not, I'm not a huge. I'm not a huge dancer. Uh, yeah, I, uh, me either. Yeah, I've done some questionable things at Jack's. <laughs> Fell down the stairs once. I was actually pushed. No way. Way. Wow. Way. I never had a crazy pushed. story like that. I mean, witnessing yeah, fights by, and stuff. By, like by, that, but... by a girl. She knows who she is. No way. Yeah. She didn't actually push me. She slipped behind me, and then uh, uh, she slipped, t- took out my ankles, and I was I <laughs> broke my watch. Yeah. Speaking of uh, taking out ankles, uh, how about that hit on uh, Zach Hyman by Alex Edler? Do you want to like? Do you want to start off on such a sensitive topic? Because we can. It, it is a pretty sensitive topic, but it needs to be talked about. 
I feel like it's very important. Okay. Well, for people who didn't see the game or aren't aware of the significance of the game, the, the Canucks came back from COVID, um, haven't played in a month. Uh, over half the team got serious cases of COVID. The COVID Canucks. And they, the COVID Canucks. And uh, they didn't even want to play. Uh, they, they were telling the league that they weren't feeling ready, but the league was like, nah, bees, go make your money or go make our money. And so the Canucks played against the division-leading Toronto Maple Leafs, and they managed to squeak out a win. Uh, a lot of Leaf fans are upset about that, understandably. Um, but I, but, but both franchises are so used to disappointment. I mean, are we, are we surprised? At the end of the um, day, is one of them winning the Stanley Cup? You don't really know. Vancouver Canucks. <laughs> Probably not. Um, so halfway through the game ish was it third period or second period uh i think it was second somewhere period. around that honestly yeah um, um the, the leafs have been pressuring the canucks in uh vancouver's end and alex edler canuck defenseman uh one of the greatest canuck defensemen ever to be honest uh came out of the zone after a long shift and went to make a a physical play on leafs forward zach hyman hyman tried to evade and edler's knee got Got stuck out there somehow. Don't know how it happened. And a knee-on-knee collision, which resulted in Zach Hyman becoming injured and Edler getting a two-game suspension. As a Leaf fan, how did you feel about that? So, and so if it was like Engvall, you know, I'd be I'd be a little upset. You know, if it was a if it was a you know someone like a new player on the team, I wouldn't be too upset. But Zach Hyman, Zach Hyman's the holy grail on the Toronto Maple Leafs right now. He's having an insane season, and I I don't mind Alex Edler. I think he's a decent guy. One goal, one goal shy from uh, was it his hundredth goal in the NHL? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe he'll get it. You know, just just to cheer for an old veteran on the team, on on Vancouver, and then he goes out and sticks his leg on Zach Hyman, where he's had his surgery already, and it's very sensitive. So I I see being a hockey player. Like or a former hockey player, in like minor minor hockey days, not not a relation to the NHL, but you played in the OHL, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, first overall pick, but no big deal. What? I wish. I, I didn't wish. know that. No, I wish. I wish. Wait, wait. How far in minor hockey did you get? Uh, I just I played AE captain captain of AE. You know, um, how, I don't even know what AE is. How like, far up is that? It's like the the bottom of rep literally okay uh what happened what went wrong in my career yeah i was too good um <laughs> i don't think it works like that dude man too no good. yeah too good they 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 just they didn't want to embarrass some teams so i could have made so the when did you when did you realize when did you realize that the that, that it wasn't happening the dream um when I went to college and uh, dollar beers became available at Jack's. Oh yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. That dude. So many NHL players have been lost to the dollar beer. <laughs> yeah, let uh, me tell you. Um. So yeah. So as a, as a hockey player. Yeah, as a, as a hockey player, like I know that sometimes, and I play defense. Like sometimes where you're just trying to stop the guy from getting the puck, you accidentally do stick your leg out, so that. Knowing Edler, which I don't think he has ever got suspended, or if he has, it's like he's really... been suspended twice, twice, but never for, yeah, but like minor stuff, yeah, like stuff that like any physical defenseman 
could right get right for. like he's just trying to do his job right but it just accidentally be a dirty play and I, that happens sometimes and where they they don't mean to do it it just happens and it does look really dirty but at the same time that could have been avoided Zach Hyman is having totally an amazing season like he's a key part to the Toronto Beliefs for sure do you, do you agree with that yeah 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 like for for edler like that's like like i said he'd been on the ice for like a minute and a half like in his zone like he was exhausted he came up to challenge hyman and like hyman made a move on him to to go around his uh his inside and and edler you know just was trying to make any kind of contact i, I never think that like nowhere in edler's mind was it, I got to make knee-on-knee contact with this guy? Obviously not. Edler was basically just trying to make himself bigger and unfortunately ended up skating into Hyman's knee with his knee. And really unfortunate play. And it's sloppy, but, like, I understand why it was sloppy. Like, do I, like, the suspension is deserved. Like, I don't, I'm not critiquing the suspension. But I am critiquing a lot of, you know, uneducated Leaf fans who you know want to say that Edler is like a dirty player and it was intentional and he tried to you know he he before the game he was drawing up plans about Hyman's already shit knee and he's like I gotta hit that knee like obviously not like Alex that's not Alex Edler man maybe if it was Rafi Torres or Matt Cook we could have a different discussion oh yeah Rafi but the uh, former you know, uh, Vancouver Canuck Rafi Torres I'm going to, dude, Rafi Torres, uh, during the cup run in 2011, loved him. All right. <laughs> have, you ever seen that hit? have you ever seen that hit of his in the playoffs uh, on um, Seabrook? Oh, yeah, I do. I do remember that hit, Where actually. Seabrook's behind the net, and Torres comes around the net like a missile and just obliterates Seabrook. Torres is scary. He's scary looking to me. His eyes are like, Torres, they pop Torres out of his is, head. Torres is insane. But, you know, is a dirty player. Like, uh, But Edler's not a dirty player. He's just a strong physical defenseman, you know, who sometimes gets himself in, gets himself in those situations. Yeah, so, it happens. It happens to the best of us. Oh, there's your lovely phone saying hello. I, you know what? I'm a popular guy, okay? <laughs> Why can't... Turn off. Thank you. Okay, we're on vibe right now. I mean, yeah, like, I, I understand, like, as soon as I saw that hit, I said to my girlfriend that was sitting beside me watching the game with me, I said, oh, yeah, that's a suspension. Before they even, like, said it was, like, he was suspended, he just went to the box. And then went on commercial break, we come back, and they're like, oh, they're discussing if he's going to be kicked out of the game. And then they say, yep, he's being ejected. So and I'm like, I just kind of, like, knew that kind of hit. Uh, the knee on knee, it, it's just a very dangerous hit where, like, it could ruin a guy's career. And if it's yep. if it can be avoided, it's the best-case scenario because – you, you don't as the guy doing it sometimes you regret it instantly and like it's just the heat of the moment it just happens but it was a it looked like a very dirty hit and i think the suspension was deserved um 100 just not maybe intentional it wasn't yeah. intentional. no it's it's sloppy like yeah. it's a mistake he was tired it's a, it's a mistake yeah it's a mistake and you know it sometimes mistakes are dirty and so it's it is a suspension. Like I had when I saw the hit, I was like, "Yup, that's knee on knee. That's gonna be some issues." And yeah, of course. Oh yeah, for of sure. Of course. I and then uh, I, honestly, go on. The, do you think that had an effect on them winning the game? No. No. The uh, COVID no, I don't think Edler. I don't think Edler's knee affected the Canucks <laughs> winning the game. I mean, you guys lost time, and we lost Edler, who is like 
our second best defenseman. Yeah, you guys were you running know. with 5D. That's yeah, hard to like, do. It's not like it wasn't a it wasn't an assassination attempt. Like it was, you know, it just happened. <laughs> um, yeah, winning the game though that like Bo Horvat has turned into such a, a, a superstar player for us. Like in 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 the league's eyes, he's not a superstar, but like you great know, captain Ryan O'Reilly, right? Like I think I think same tier of player. Oh yeah, and and those types of players win you cups. Great leadership, like. He's honestly a guy that easily replaced um, the Sadines as, like, a leader on that team once they yep. retired. Um, like, Horvat, like, he, he got two goals that night, right? Two goals and two an goals. assist. I think he's highly underrated. He's a guy that you can you can argue that. And I agree. I think he could be one of those guys in the league now that's very underrated. I, yeah, and not just him, honestly, on the Canucks. They actually have a lot of good pieces. Like, I know Pedersen's out, but Pedersen's one of them. Bo Horvat, JT Miller, they have Quinn Hughes, they have Edler. Brock Besser. Brock Besser, Dempko. They have Holpe played an amazing game. Yeah, Hoglander. 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 Like, they have the assets. Like, they have a good core there. It just doesn't uh, – Like it was unfortunate COVID hit them and really stunted them in the in the standings but we were talking before this that if they win tonight against Toronto at 9 they and then they win against their game their series against Ottawa they could be back in the playoffs yep it's all about catching Montreal right now the, the Vancouver season was derailed because the north division despite the fact that a lot of people say it's weak it's absolutely not you have three teams in cup window right now. Like the Leafs, the Jets, and the Oilers are all in cup window. Like those, like people sleep on the Jets. I don't know why. The Jets are absolutely in the window to win the cup. You have the Canadians and the Flames, who are both good teams who are trying to make an impact. And then you have Vancouver, who was, you know, showing up last year as as a team coming out of a rebuild. And then you have the Sens, who have the ability to surprise on any night. Like it's a tough division. It Vancouver, is. Vancouver is missing playing against Anaheim, San Jose, and and LA right now. Like like struggling teams in the West. If we're in the West division, we're in the playoffs no problem. Like this it it's this division is just stacked. In the bubble, they made it really far. They are two rounds, the second round, but that was pretty good for them, right? They haven't well, really they, done that they in a while. The, yeah, they won the play in and then they beat the cup champions, St. Louis, and then we took uh Vegas to game seven. I right. mean that's pretty impressive. The Vegas, the Vegas series was hard to watch because Vegas was so dominant. Yeah, um, they always have been. So Dem- Demko saved us. Demko is the savior, dude. But so good. Holpe was the savior the other night um, when they were facing Toronto. Like I was surprised. Like I thought Holpe was not a really smart sign, uh, smart signing for them because they do have Demko, and I guess they weren't sure at the beginning of the season if Demko would be the guy. But Demko proved that, but now he's not back yet from COVID, right? Like pro- protocol. Yeah, yeah but Hopi yeah. really stepped up to the plate. He showed what Washington Capital Hopi was, and then he applied it to the Vancouver Canucks. And I think he he was a main factor of winning that game. Yes, as as our goaltenders usually are. Yeah, like if the Canucks goaltender is playing well, we win. Like it's well, maybe not all the time, but like last <laughs> season, I mean, like. Markstrom won us so many games that we shouldn't have won. This season, Demko has won us so many games that we shouldn't have won, and Holpe just did that uh, the other night. Like, cannot like our at this point in time, our team is like our our forwards and defensemen are still not 
quite there. Our bottom six is really sagging. So, like, having that strong goaltender is everything for Vancouver. Oh, yeah. It, it holds a team. It holds a team together. And when they're struggling and the goalie's um, playing well, you can still win a team and win a game. So, like, and I saw, I saw it as this, too. Like, I know Jack Campbell's coming off that uh, history-breaking 11-game uh, winning streak, but he is not the goalie that Holpe has. Like, the, the resumes are very different. And I, I love Jack Campbell. I think he's an amazing goaltender. But comparing it to Holpe's resume, I think it was a little – the Holpe's a little bit of a better goalie than Campbell is. And I think the Leafs are kind of struggling not having Anderson as well in that. For sure. Like, you have teams like the Leafs where you can get away with having more of a second-rate goaltender. Yeah. Like, like, you know, like Colorado, for example. Like, Grubauer is good, okay? But, like, he's really good this season because of the team in front of him, right? Yeah, McKinnon, and like, Ranton, and Landis Gog, McCarr. Yeah, and and then you have some teams that are so bad, like Anaheim, where they have, I think, who a guy who could be the best goalie in the league in Gibson, you know? Yeah. And like, even oh, yeah. he's not enough. Anaheim is so bad. For like, sure. You put Gibson on a good team, and that's he's the greatest goalie in the league. And I'm not, I'm not bluffing there. Like, I think Gibson is. Gibson to huge. Toronto. Gibson to Toronto. Wow. Well, they get another Anaheim goaltender? Please, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Man, that'd be dangerous. But yeah, so the Canucks pull out the win. And then, uh, but well, there, there was some controversy, though, because uh, there was a, a review on a, on, a, on a quotation goal, on quotation, uh, that a lot of Leaf fans uh, say was in. Yeah, uh, Mitchie, Mitch Marner, he saw that puck. He was pointing to it. He was fighting hard for that goal to happen. I personally think it was in. I, I know it's a little biased, but I, I really do because he wouldn't have fought it that hard. And you can kind of see Hopi was in the net. And the yep. puck was obviously under him. But the fact that they couldn't see the puck really decided that they couldn't really call it a goal because they couldn't see the puck themselves. And they would have been under under fire if they really called it a goal, honestly. And yep. I, 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 I thought it was a good goal. And I, I thought it was going to be called a good goal, but when the ref said no goal, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty, I was pretty fuming, but I, I get it, I get it. you can't see the puck, you can't call it a goal. Yeah, like was that in? Probably. Uh, can you prove it? No. And you can't have the referees assuming things. Like there has to be evidence of it being in the net when, like they were. I've seen on Twitter so much, and I've been active on Twitter about this in a way that I probably shouldn't be. I'll, I'll talk about it in a minute. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, um, you have all these people posting these blurry, grainy photos of something in the net. It's like you can't tell if it's a skate. Is it a pad? Is it a puck? I don't know. And so all these people are trying to make these assumptions that it's in. But in reality, if it was clearly in, and the refs could see it in, and they, they have access to better you know, replays and cameras than we do, they would have called it a goal. And if the roles were, were reversed, I mean, Leaf fans would be saying the same thing. Oh, prove it. You can't prove that it's in. Like, you can't have referees assuming goals. It's like if you can't physically see the puck in the net, if you can't see it cross the line, so then you cool. can't assume that it's in. And, yeah. and like when Holpe stood up, the puck was on the corner of the post inside the net, but it hadn't, it hadn't um, broke the plane of the red line. Like, there was no white ice in between it, so that's not evidence. No. It it's just it's not a goal, 
And so I was on, I was on Twitter and I was reading some of the tweets after the game and these people are complaining. <laughs> and I, I I picked a fight with a middle aged woman. Oh no! Who is obviously oh, obviously no. obviously a Leaf fan. And she's like, that's clearly in the net. And I'm like, is it clearly in? Because if it was clearly in, they would have called it a goal. And then she posts this blurry, grainy photo of something. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And then so I was like, yeah, no, it's not a goal. Call on the ice dead. And she's like, yeah, enjoy. Uh, you should be more worried about the Canucks and how such, such a, a disappointing season they're having. And I said, enjoy your first round exit. And that was it, dude. That, that, that was it. <laughs> Man, you ran I, into look, a Karen Lee fan right there. There are so many, and there's a lot of Karen Canuck fans too, but <laughs> part of the reason why I love to see the Leafs lose, I'm sorry, is I love I love disappointing these like half-assed hockey fans who say they're Leaf fans, yeah. and I love watching the media squirm, because you know, when the Leafs are out, who the hell are they going to talk about? No. It's like, I, I, I love to see the Leafs lose, I, I drink that shit up, like I, like... People in Canada have this assumption that, oh, if a Canadian team was in the Stanley Cup final, you have to cheer for the Canadian team. Absolutely not. All right? There's two teams I'm not cheering for from Canada in the Cup final. Toronto and Calgary. That's it. So you're saying you wouldn't wouldn't cheer for the Leafs if they made it to the final? Absolutely not. Even if it meant a Canadian team winning the Stanley Cup? Absolutely not. Breaking the drought. When the Canucks were in the final in 2011, Ontario... I'm I'm glad you were, but a ton of Leaf fans were saying, "Oh, anybody but the Canucks, anybody but the Canucks, they're not Canada's team." It's like, all right, turn it back fine. on them. I can't stand the Leaf fan base. So like, this is like, I could get some flack for this, but like, <laughs> you all watch too much Steve Dangle, okay? And that guy's unbearable. I. Okay, I take that back. Actually, he's not unbearable. But <laughs> Steve he's Dangle's gonna at you. He's a homer, man. Like I can't. Like, yeah. Like, it's hard to talk ugh. bad or like differently about your own team. And it's I I get it. Like if you like if I saw maybe the I don't know what team what team in Canada that I don't like. I guess I guess Calgary. I don't really like Calgary that much just because of Matthew Chuchuk. I really don't wouldn't want him to win a Stanley Cup. I wouldn't cheer for him. I honestly wouldn't. But like, I I I, I, I get it. I yeah, it just it, it depends who the team is too. Honestly, and if it's not your team, like, should you be cheering for them? Like, or is it like cheating? Like, you know, like you're cheating on your team. But I don't know. I cheer. I for, I cheer for any team, but Calgary in the playoffs. Um, so I kind of get your point there. It's like. As a Leaf fan, like, you don't really get, like, how brutal and, like, lopsided the media is. Because, like, it's great for you, right? But, like, as, like, a team or a fan of a team on the West Coast, it's, like, all we ever hear about is Toronto this, Toronto that. Like, what were what, what the Leafs wearing before the game? Exactly. And it's it's the fans for me. Like, a lot of Leaf fans are unbearable. Like, there's a ton of horrible Canucks fans. But oh, yeah. I am a Canucks fan, so, like, you know. I can't hate them too much. Well, actually, no. I do dislike a lot of them because they say all these horrible things. Like, they're so mean. Why are people so mean? People are so mean. It's a harsh world. You know? We just want to relax but, um, and play some hockey. But, yeah. So, Leaf fans were blowing up on Twitter about the no goal. And it's like, guys, like, use the smart part of your brain. Like, you can't assume it was in. You can't yeah. assume it was in. And Sorry. 
honestly, that was a good call by their officials. I, I, I was a little upset at the time, but I understood you can't see the puck, so you can't call it a goal. It, that is that. Yeah. It, you know? You just can't change and that. And if the, if, the Canucks, if the Canucks were in the position at least we're in, like, I'd be the same way. Like, would I be pissed? Like, yeah, but I get it. Yeah, you like, understand, right? As soon as, the, as soon as the refs start assuming things, you have a very dangerous game. Yeah, and you could see it might look like it's lopsided. You know, they're they're favoriting a team, so good for them making that call. This is the right call for them. Um, so speak, speaking, speaking of, of right calls, oh, did you have the same uh, same idea of me, John Tortorella? Oh no, I was gonna go to fantasy. Fan- okay, let's go to fantasy. You want to go to fantasy? Yeah, let's talk about fantasy. I think this is an important. All topic. right. All right, so fantasy hockey for Yahoo is now in the playoffs, and uh, Jake here and yours truly are uh, matched up against each other round one. The Auger Bombs and Bertuzzi Crunch. You gotta you gotta refer to us as our names in fantasy. Bertuzzi Crunch. <laughs> in my other league, I'm the Eddie Lack attack. <laughs> Eddie Lack, that's a legend. Canucks legend. I love Eddie Lack. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got Bertuzzi Crunch and Jager Bombs going at it. Uh, Bertuzzi Crunch is... Uh, that's a little offensive, I guess. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, going head-to-head here. Uh, right now, you're beating me 6-2, to two, but there's only been one day of games played. Um, and, and you've only had Anything one goal can to start. Anything can happen. It's very yeah. dangerous. Fantasies, you never know what's going to happen. Honestly, if your players are going to perform... Or even like your your players that aren't your top players are gonna have a breakout night. Like you don't know. Well, you've got McDavid. I mean, he's he's as close uh, to it for, yeah. for sure thing as it gets. I mean, he's he's okay. He's he's, he's doing all right. He's all right. He has yeah. three points in the first game. Yeah, he, he, gets, he gets three or four, three or five points a night. You know, it's not four bad. goals or four shots on goal, four hits, four hits. What the hell, McDavid? Oh, McDavid hits. On, um, come on, man. One guy for me actually is doing pretty well is Mark Stone, and he's been yeah, unbelievable he's, he's been unbelievable and he's one of the best shooters in the league he is and like he he when he was uh i remember he i was listening to something when he was a rookie that literally the the people in ottawa that was running the training camp saying well i'm surprised you're here because like they didn't think you'd make it and now look at him now <laughs> Should have been the captain of that team. He should have been the captain of that team, and now he's now he's the captain of the Agar Bombs. I'm naming him captain. Well, we're naming captains. We're now. naming captains. Mark Stone is my captain. captain. All right, okay, hold on. I gotta think about this. <laughs> I gotta think about this. Who's my captain? Who's my captain? Huh? That's tough, actually. All right. Uh, hold on. Uh, no, not Kopitar. Kopi. He's been really good this year. No, no, no. Not Huberdo. I don't think he's a captain. No. He's he's more of an assistant captain, you know. Alright, I'm naming my captain. JT Miller. JT Oh, you're going with the Canucks, eh? Captain JT Miller. Assistants. Jonathan Huberdo. Chris Latang. And Jacob Chikchurin. What a squad. Now I have to pick my assistant. He's been, he's been sick for me this year, dude. Like he's been so good. He's been breaking out, honestly. Yeah, he's having a great year in Arizona. I'm cheering for Arizona. I like Arizona. Like Phil the Thrill, um, Blaine Keller. Like I think they have a good core there. Um, yeah, but yeah. So for fantasy right now, I'm winning six to two. But as you mentioned, that 
you're going to have more games than I have. So it will come down to how my players perform in the short amount of games that we have compared to you. Um, yep. I, you also only have one goalie start so far. Who had UC Soros had a great game for you. Oh, yeah. UC so Soros is fantastic. Goalie he's been, stats. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. He's been insane for me. I, I didn't, when I picked him up, I was like, I just need a goalie. And I picked up UC Soros and he ended up being impeccable for me. Like, he was just a, like, a solid goaltender. I had Demko, but he got, he was out with COVID and he still is out with COVID. So I, I can't I can't have him anymore, but I, I I tend to pick up the goalies that have like those those runs that the yeah you know they run away with the wins and weak uh, matchups too for sure, and then I have Shashurkin too where he's just individual stats he's just solid always has been yeah in my other league I have Shashurkin and he's he's great he's a valuable guy Shashurkin yeah um I have uh I've had Connor Hellebuck all year he's been he's been okay. He, he's been okay he's a favorite to win the vesna isn't he really like i don't know man he's so leaky at the end of games like his save per- look at his, his save percentage is all over the place he'll have a, he'll have a 974 and then an 870 the next game i'll trade it's like i'll trade you sorrows for hellbook get out of here with that <laughs> i'll give you mers lincoln's for sorrows how about that uh i don't know about that one <laughs> trade deadlines passed anyways but yeah i've got hellebuck and smith like smith has been so good yeah smith like so good honestly he's 41 isn't he yeah something like that on the edmonton oilers too which is a team that i don't know their defense they're, they're actually having a good year um maybe that's why but tyson berry and darnell nurse they're they're helping him out back there bro their defense is actually so sick like nurse Bear, Barry, mm-hmm. uh, Larson, Clefbaum's not even playing. It's like they're pretty good. Yeah, they're doing well, and they'll do they'll, they'll do well in the playoffs with that core too, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just picked up. I I dropped Justin Schultz because he's day to day right now, and I don't know when he's coming back. He's still list, he's been listed day to day for a while. So I picked up Samuel Gerard, and I had him at the beginning of the. He's available. Yeah, man. I I picked him up and. What? Someone dropped him. Someone dropped him, and wait, I, I picked wait, him up. Wait, wait. Am I thinking of the right guy? Am I thinking of the right guy? Samuel, Samuel like Colorado Samuel like the guy, Gerard, the guy with all the points. The guy with all the points. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Someone. How dropped was him. he available? I don't know. Someone, I guess, got sick of him. I had him. I had him at the beginning of the. Get sick season. of Colorado's second best. Of, what? He actually. What he was part of that Duchesne trade, wasn't he? Pretty sure. Uh, yes, yes. But, yeah, um, he's not available to my team until um, the 21st for some reason. I don't know why that was. but Waivers. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, but, yeah, I picked him up. I saw him he was available. I was like, man, why did someone drop him? Like, there's a lot of those, too, in our league where I see, like, players being dropped. I'm like, okay, I'll give them a chance. I guess maybe. There's a couple teams, man, who drop players all the time. I'm one of them. Like, but yeah. I hold on to players who are good. But, but it, it's like, sometimes that works out for your team though. Like it, honestly, you need to make those changes and it's like an actual team, right? Like you don't know, you drop one player, like for some reason that your, your team starts doing well. And it's, it's, it's weird how it works, but yeah, Justin Schultz was putting up points too, but he's day to day, so I, I I can't afford that right now in the playoffs when I'm facing the Bertuzzi crunch. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, I picked up Samuel Gerrard, and he's a pretty decent defenseman. Uh, he I had at the beginning of the uh, when I drafted him actually, and then I dropped him because of they they were out for a few games because of COVID, so I dropped him. But now I I, I feel like it's the time to add him back to the team, and hopefully he works if I out. I knew for he me. was available, although like I don't know who I would have dropped because like the my three guys Provorov, Chichurin, and Latang like I pretty much have stuck with them all season. But then my fourth defenseman has kind of been like a you know rotating door but josh morrissey's been really good for me so i'm gonna i'm gonna keep him that's the thing too like you want to pick up new players and then you're like okay you look at your team who do i want to give up and if i give up that guy am i gonna lose out or am i gonna win it's exactly. kind of a gamble honestly like yeah i picked up I alec picked martinez up, uh... and it worked out for me yeah i saw yeah i see that actually he's got good peripherals oh yeah um i picked up duclair recently in both my leagues he's been on fire since he came back Duclair. And he, then I picked up. He's a uh, sneaky player. Horvat as well. Yeah. Both and sneaky Florida's players. actually really good, man. And he plays with Barkov. So like anybody who plays with Barkov is gold. Yeah, they're exceeding for um, sure. Verhagi, Duclair, like they're gross. And then yeah, I picked up a Horvat. I dropped Peugeot, and uh, Horvat obviously hits, shoots, can score. Peugeot's too inconsistent. Yeah, I got those two goals against Toronto and the the win from like for the COVID Canucks. Yeah, Bo's insane. Was insane. Bo, so I'm Bo happy was with insane. that, man. I, I like with fantasy, I got screwed because I picked Jack Eichel with my first pick in both Oof. my leagues. Oof. Yeah, that's gonna and hurt. So I, yeah, I've been I've been struggling. I don't have that like superstar player that just carries me every every week. You know, like I have to find it elsewhere. And then Malkin's been hurt for like a month, so like I'm. So you you know, I'm you've been hit with the injury bug. Is that that's what you've been hit with? Uh, yeah, with my star players, absolutely. I picked up Tara Vinen weeks ago, thinking he was about to come back, but he's not. So, and he he can put up points as well. Yeah, I had him last season, man, and I won the league. Remember, you were in that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. It got cut short, didn't it? Or did we continue? Yeah, got cut short. Got cut short. It gave me the win because I was in first place by like a lot. How nice is that? How nice that is team that? was stacked, dude. I had I had Barkov, I had uh, Pasternak, I had. Oh God, I can't even remember now. I don't even remember who I had on that team. I really couldn't tell you one player. But well, I'd bark off and pass next. So that's enough. That's enough information. Yeah, that's all you need. That's all you need to win. A Teravinen. Yeah, the team was gross. For sure. Um, speaking of uh, gross, I guess that it doesn't really tie into John Tortorella. But let's go into John Tortorella. Um, Speaking of gross, John Tortorella. <laughs> that hair, you know, no, he has pretty nice hair, honestly. Um, <laughs> John Tortorella, his coaching style. Uh, Max Domi has been scratched tonight for the second game in a row. Um, what is your take on him scratching his star players and not giving them the opportunity to change their play? Uh, if a team is scratching star players, I think the team's in a bad spot. Like it's never, it's never a good look. Um, Columbus has been a dumpster fire this season. Even guys like Line can't get going. Oh, for I sure. I don't know. It yeah. sucks because Columbus was was like good, and then then they weren't. Yeah, for sure. Columbus had those guys like when Dubois last year when he was in the bubble um, facing Toronto, he was insane against Toronto and. He was the reason I, I feel like the Toronto Maple Leafs didn't win because he was so good against them. They He was putting up points for Columbus. But then this come to this year, I guess his to- total mentality changed. He figured the Columbus wasn't winning. I, I, he says there was no 
um, arguments or disagreements with uh, Tortorella, but I really think there was. They just don't want to tell the media that. Probably. But he he's doing amazing on Winnipeg now, and Line is struggling on Columbus, and and Max Domi it, is struggling it as well. Like it sucks because like you look at their roster, it's pretty good. Like Bjorkstrand, Atkinson, La- Roslovic, Jones, Warinsky, Domi, Line, like that's Texier, like that's good. Yeah, no, they have they have good decent players, and like their defense core. Ransky and Jones. I think Ransky's out though now. He's not playing anymore. Um, he's out with the injury. But yeah, that yeah, that decor. Fine. They just got rid of Savard. So are, are they retooling? Are they rebuilding? I don't know. And now like a guy like Domi, which is probably could help a team win, and is still a young player. Like it's unfortunate that the deadline's gone. That he can't be dealt. He probably doesn't like it there. I can assume that. Just knowing maybe his dad doesn't like him being there. Like his um just knowing who his dad is and um line a his attitude towards every game you know it just seems yeah. like he has no emotion into what he's doing like and it just doesn't seem like people players enjoy playing there and if you do bad or if you disagree with tortorello he'll bench you no no question about it or scratch you like it's just i don't like that style i, I think that's just that's too yeah, hard it, on the players tough yeah it's not it's not very modern um no. Like, I like Tortorella, kind of. Like, I think he's a good coach, and I think he is a good guy. Like, he's no Babcock, who's just honestly evil. Yeah, making, making but, rookies um, pl- uh, make a list of who's working hard the hardest on the team. Benching like veterans with Mitch for milestones and, you know, benching veterans when their new players and their family, you know, comes and stuff. Like, it's just, yeah, like, Babcock is, like, evil. Like, Tortorella is just a hard-ass. Yeah, see, um, I, there is there's a part of me that likes that hard ass mentality by Tortorella. Um, I feel like that does also spark something in a player where um, they they prefer a hard ass coach like that. Um, yeah, more veteran guys than younger guys. So I don't think that's the proper fit for Columbus that has a if lot of it, younger guys. If you have a hard ass coach who the entire team has bought into, it's a fantastic situation. Oh yeah, but. With a hard-ass coach, you have the potential to turn a team against you. Yeah, right, for sure. If, if, if you get the wrong group of guys who don't respond to you with your hard-ass mentality, could be problems. And like, I could see a guy like Line and Domi not responding to that well. No, and isn't Line's contract up after this He'll year? He'll be a free agent. He's yeah, not staying. Line is not staying there. He's just collecting his paycheck and playing whatever hockey he can play and he's 23 years old he can get he's making 7.5 million dollars right now he can make at least i don't know i i can see him making eight to nine million is he an rfa i maybe not because he i think he's on a major deal he's not on a minor deal i i thought it was like he had to be 25 oh maybe yeah yeah no yeah he is i think he is an rfa yeah he's an expiring rfa Columbus, 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 Blue Jackets. Let's see. Line A. RFA. So. Yeah, he's an expiring RFA. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And see when they you see that. His, you know, so they can trade his rights. They could trade his rights. They could trade his rights, but some teams, would they prefer that or would they prefer to sign him and not give up any assets? Well, they do have to give up assets because Oh, he is an RFA. That's right. Yeah, that's true. So it's so, interesting with that situation where they, like, I just know Line A won't want to get out of there, for sure. 
and so like with the kind of contract that he would demand too it would be it would be multiple firsts and yeah i think a team would rather trade for that for sure um what is that and, and i think columbus contract. would prefer it too max domi's contract he has a he two-year is, contract he signed next season yeah so i i could see him staying and maybe go uh maybe working things out with tortorella but see the way that he's doing things i just feel like the way that i think would be a better approach is like now you look at the toronto maple leafs not being biased here but a little bit um bit. sheldon keith i feel like he's a more relaxed coach um he's more like yeah. a heartful guy that the players can relate with and like having that guy will make your stress level go down and stress could really affect a person's pl- uh, players play right and not yeah. make them perform and i think with john tortorella i'd be scared as hell to go and back in that dressing room after like losing five nothing after the second period i'd be scared as hell to get knocked out by john tortorella <laughs> i know he wouldn't do that i know he wouldn't actually do that but like that'd be a I fear don't know, man you know? he charged into the flames locker room one time and tried to knock someone out yeah so. yeah no honestly yeah maybe it could happen i i don't think columbus's situation is dire I mean, maybe they make a coaching change. You know, maybe the players get together and say, hey, this guy's not working for us anymore. But, like, Columbus, um, they have they have pieces and they're all in their mid-20s. I mean, that, that team could turn it around. They, they have good goalies, you know, two, oh, two yeah. good goalies entering their prime. You know what I mean? I don't even for know sure. who they have for prospects. Oh, Liam Foody, who's pretty good. Scarborough um, boy. Who? Liam Foody, he's from Scarborough. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice cool. Canadian boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they've got they have some pieces, okay? They'll get a good pick this year. Like Columbus, I like Columbus. Um, you know, when they were good, I was cheering for them a lot. I I really like Josh Anderson and, and I like and that I like core. Him, I know. honestly did. Yeah. Yeah. Um I I really like Dubois. Yeah, He's I thought on, Dubois, obviously. I thought Dubois was going to be their future franchise player on that on that team. Yeah. And Man, when Ross when he got drafted, loving it there. Oh yeah, cuz he's from there. He's a hometown yeah. boy, right? If you go home, it's the best thing ever. So, and he's he's actually putting up points as well. Ross he's a good there. player, man. He is a I good like player. Uh, Bjorkstrand is great. Atkinson has the ability to score goals at a high rate, and he's signed for a long time. I, I think um, Atkinson likes it there. I think he likes Tortorella's style as well. He's man, been there for years a while. Ago, Atkinson was scoring forty goals, and I was saying Atkinson might be one of the best players in the league that nobody talks about. Right, uh, very underrated. See, and that's a guy a, that maybe a, a maybe that's a guy that maybe really like um, exceeds when he's coached by that coaching style by Tortorella, and maybe he likes yeah. that. So maybe that see like a player like that can fit into that team. But a player like Line, I feel like I, even though maybe it's Line, maybe he's the problem, right? So you don't know. Line definitely has an attitude. Like, there's oh, yeah. no question, Line has an attitude for sure, and Domi definitely has an attitude too. You know, oh, like you could definitely see those two guys having attitudes. Yeah, it, it, Domi does some questionable things too, where he just sock, uh, socks guys in the face, just no reason. Um, sometimes there is a reason, but like that, some of that's uncalled for. He kind of just does what he wants, and um, like I like Domi, but um, he doesn't fit that team. I don't think, and Line no. doesn't fit the team as well. No, nope, especially with Tortorella behind the bench. Honestly, I think it'd be very intelligent for Columbus to trade them both. They have good value. I wouldn't see. I, I Domi would totally a little bit them. less. Domi. Yeah, a little less I than Line like, A for sure. Yeah. Wait, Domi, could you package deal them? Blockbuster trade? I don't think a team would want to package 
no. the two guys like that. But Domi does have a. He's only being paid four point six million dollars. So five point three. Five point three. Yeah, four point six million dollars in twenty twenty to twenty twenty one, and then six million to twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. But yeah. Uh, John Tortorella was a coach in Vancouver. Were you a fan of him then? No, not really. No, but those were hard years. Yeah, he we were like he didn't do well we there. Were just out of the we were just out of the Cup final, and so like we still thought we had a chance, and it was just so disappointing seeing the team fall apart. Yeah, so I can no, understand that. It, it wasn't it wasn't a great time. He the way he handled the goaltending situation was bad. Um, the way he handled the Sedins was bad. Made them kill penalties. It's like what? Why? Yeah. Um, question. No, things. it wasn't great. Kessler left during that era, who was my favorite player at the time. That's when Kessler was amazing. Yeah, just not like he didn't work there. Like I think Tortorella is a good coach, but I think it takes a certain group of guys to really excel under him. Yeah, it it just it's the certain player role, you know. Um, I'm assuming Vancouver had a lot of veterans there too, like a lot of older guys. Tons, tons. Right, Bieska. You know, he's a hard nosed guy. Um, oh, Adler, the Sedin Adler, twins, right? Kessler. It's the older Kessa, guys, old time hockey. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Bobby Lou, big news for him. Mm-hmm. He's the general manager of Team Canada for the Olympics. Yeah, dude, we definitely got to talk about Team Canada. Yeah, um, in the next episode, me and my buddies were going over Canada's goaltending situation, and it's not good. No, it's not. It's it's getting weaker. I find. Uh, but we should save that. Um, before yeah. we end today, I think we should talk about Marlowe really quick. Yeah, let's congratulate him. Honestly, yeah, what a career! Honest, Hall of Famer for sure. Passing Gordy Howe for games played. Uh, I want him to get a cup. I don't know if it'll happen. I hope he plays a couple more years. I think he's still effective. Um, San Jose has been a great home for him. Like, <laughs> I want to see him back in Toronto. To San Jose and, and Marlowe. No, 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 no. Imagine Marlowe and Thornton together no. on a line. Bring it. Oh, Danny bring Heatley the... too. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, no, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> no, I don't. Nobody wants to see that. But yeah, one thousand seven hundred sixty-eight games. I would not. I I did not think in my time, as a like, like, a me watching hockey in the NHL, I would see that happen. Passing Gordy Howe as long as Gordy Howe played the goat. Um, but congratulations to Patty Marlowe. He's a great guy. Um, he's the dad on every team he goes to. Um, imagine what it's like being a guy who knows that like he can think back to when he came into the league in the in the mid 90s right yeah and everybody he played against back then is gone is gone yeah 1997 to 1998 that was his first season gone dude he's one of the last players to play with Gretzky I think uh, play against Gretzky him and Chara yeah that's kind of something awesome to say too so um um it's it's nuts man like it it's so weird to, you know, we've seen, like, entire careers exist inside of Marlowe's. You know what I mean? Yeah, for like, sure. Like, guys have come and gone, and he, Marlowe's been bef- here before and after them. He's seen so many guys come and go, and he's helped so many rookies with their career, too. Um, it, have you seen the pictures of Marlowe and um, Matthews and Marner? They're kind of like his sons as well and it's it's just it's just funny to see um his his home has always been san jose but he's a carolina hurricane legend yeah carolina never played hurricane a game for legend. them but yeah but amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. career for patty marlowe yeah really happy for him i hope he sticks around for another year or two for sure 
All right. Uh, should we end it up? Sounds like we should end it up here. All right. Take take us out. So uh, thank you, thank you guys for listening. You know all your support on all the podcasts. We just enjoy doing this. We're two buddies play, uh, watching uh, hockey and discussing it. Um, we'll let you know what happens in our fantasy. Me and Bryce will battle down the Jagger bombs and the Pertuzzi crunch. Um, uh, we're on Spotify, YouTube, TikTok, um, Instagram, Twitter. You, you can name it. We're on it. Uh, I'll put links in all the bios on the Instagram and the YouTube channel. Um, again, thank you for all the support um, and the interactions on Instagram. Me and Bryce love doing this. It's just like a little hobby for us, but um, if you guys can listen, it's great. If you guys just want to skim through it, it's, it's also great. Um, hope, hope everyone's staying safe. Um, and uh, thank you guys. Are the Canucks clapping the Leafs tonight? That's a very sensitive topic. That's a very sensitive topic, Grace. They're not. They're not hitting any more knees. knees. I hope. We're coming for your knees. <laughs> the, the COVID Canucks love the knees. Pads, they have a you know, knee we're fetish. Coming for those knees. We're gonna hit you with it. We're bringing back the Keith Ballard clipping hip checks. Oh, Going please. for the knees. Oh please, though. No.